The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Busy, I'm half crazy. What are you doing downtown? Well, I drove down especially to see you, oh, look, dear, honey, whatever it is, it'll have to wait until I get home tonight. Well, it can't wait. Well, That's the whole point. The darling... cement will be hard. Something has to be done about it right now. What? What are you talking about? I drove out to the new house this morning, and here was Mr. Dibble having a terrible fight with Mr. Bowser. Who's and Mr. Bowser? I believe he's the foundation contractor, it seems. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, it seems they just poured the cement into the forms, or whatever you call them. Forms, yes, and, yes. And they didn't hold or something, and Mr. Dibble said that it was Mr. Bowser's fault because he didn't have the whalers or the bracing or the pickets what? right or something. And Mr. Bowser said it wasn't his fault at all, that nobody had told him when he bid for the job that there was so much rock ledge and that's why the whalers or the bracing or the pickets or something didn't hold. And Mr. Dibble said... Well, look for that Pete's sakes, let Mr. Dibble handle it. That's his problem. Well, I've got a feeling it's going to turn out to be our problem. Why should it be our problem? Mr. Dibble's a general contractor. It's up to him to worry about these problems. I'm because gonna... Mr. Bowser is ranting and raving about losing money on the job, and I've learned this much about building a house. When one of the subcontractors starts talking about losing money, it means that it's going to cost us more Look, money. Look, if something was done wrong, that is certainly not our fault. And... You don't seem to understand, dear. There's cement all over the bottom of the excavation. Uh, all over the bottom? That's right. The forms, or whatever you call them. Forms, or, yes, forms. yes. Well, what happened? They broke or something. And all the cement just ran out all over the bottom. Are you kidding? No, it looks terrible. And if something isn't done about it before the cement sets, as they call it, they'll have to get something called a compressor and a jackhammer or something to break it up, and that will cost a great deal, Mr. Dibble said. Oh, and for Pete's sakes. Well, why don't they get to work and take the cement out before it sets? Because they have to find somebody with a backhoe or something, and Mr. Bowser won't call anybody until he gets an okay from us, and he wanted me to sign something, and I wouldn't sign anything until I had talked to you. Sign what? I don't know. I just don't know what it was. All I know is that something has to be done the day before the cement sets. I'm sorry we ever said we'd build oh, a house. All right, all right. Now, don't start that. Thing. Okay, okay. I'll oh, drive out there me. with you. As magic carpets go, our World News Roundup is one of the best. It picks you up every morning and takes you wherever the most important news stories are breaking. Right from the scene of the event... Highly experienced CBS newsmen tell you exactly what's happening with all of the colorful details that only a reporter on the spot can provide. Get all the facts. Get all the flavor of the news as well every day right at the top of the day as most of these same stations present the World News Roundup. Another feature you want to hear regularly on CBS radio is Eric Severide's news analysis. Under his thoughtful consideration the real significance of events emerges to illuminate the history of our time. Tonight on CBS Radio, join us on most of these same stations as Eric Severide's news analysis comes your way to sharpen perspectives on the important events of our time. All I say is, when I contracted to do this job, nobody said anything to me about there was so much rock ledge. You could see there was rock ledge? 
I say you didn't check your whalers and your bracelets. Now, wait a minute, will you? Just a minute here. Let, 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 let me get all this straight. Nobody takes the blame for all this. You're all arguing. In the meantime, there's a pile of cement on the bottom of the excavation that's getting hard. Yep, that's the problem. Well, it certainly is not our problem. Well, all there's two ways of looking at things. There's no two ways of looking at this, Mr. Dibble. The foundation contractor, Mr. Bowser here, is certainly responsible for the forms breaking and all that cement running out. That's not my fault. That Reddy's mixed cement was too wet and it was poured too fast. Well, then whose fault? is it? Yeah, whose fault is seems to be the question. I don't like your telling me I didn't check my whalers and my bracing. I've been in the foundation business for 30 years. Well, you didn't have enough snap ties and you certainly can't go along on bracing without pickets. How could I drive pickets in that rock? What are they talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Dibble, maybe the cement could sort of smoothed out and then you'd have the basement floor in. Oh, no, you can't do that. Why? You haven't got your underground pipes in yet. Got to have your water pipes, sewer pipes. What are you going to do about all that cement? Only one thing to do. Get it out of there before it sets. Otherwise, you've got to get a jackhammer and bust it up. That's expensive. But, but look here. I say we got to get a backhoe in here at once. What? Well, what's a backhoe? Well, a backhoe scoops the cement out. Well, then why don't you get one? Well, we got to call an excavating company and see if we can get one. Well, we just had an excavating company dig the hole. Why don't they do it? Oh, they're gone. They took all their equipment. They're probably working on another job now. You mean to tell me we have to call in another excavating company? Yeah, if we can get one. If we can get one? I thought you just said this cement had to be hauled out today before it sets. That's right. Well, for the love of Mike, why don't you call one? Well, Mr. Bowser here wants to get your okay on it. My okay? Look here, a mistake was made. I don't see that I have to pay for it. I'm losing money on this job already. If you made a mistake, I don't see that it is our expense, Mr. Bowser. Nobody said anything to me about all this rock ledge out here. You can't drive pickets into rock to shore up your forms. Well, I don't know anything about that. Anybody with a grain of sense would know better than to build a house out here anyway. Well, we like the view. People are always buying property because they like the view. And right away, they start complaining it costs more to build a house. I am complaining about the fact that you expect me to pay for your mistake. And I'll tell you this much right here and now, I do not intend to do it. Well, I, I don't see that we're getting anywhere arguing about it. It seems to me something ought to be done at once before that enormous pile of cement hardens. Yep, with this hot sun, it'll set hard today, too. Darling, we've got to do something. We don't have to do anything. Mr. Bowser is the foundation contractor, and by jumping Jupiter, he's the one who's got to do something and do it fast. Listen, I'm losing money on this job. I don't want to hear any more about how you're losing money. Dear, dear, no, dear. Well, I don't care. Dear, we don't seem to be getting anywhere this way, darling. I mean, what has to be done? What has to be done? What is the problem, Mr. Dibble? Well, first thing, we've got to find an excavating company can send a backhoe out here today. Being an emergency, they'll charge transportation. That's about $25. Plus about $15 an hour, and you'll have to have to get a dump truck. What do you mean well, a dump truck? Well, you don't want the cement scooped up, just dumped on the ground. You want it hauled away. You mean a truck has to be hired just to haul the cement away? That's right. With your driver, that'd run you about 8 or $10 an hour. Well, it's not going to run me any 8 or $10 an hour, I'll tell you that. That is Mr. Bowser's responsibility. I'm losing money on this job already. Well, all I can say is we've lost time already. Now, if it has to be done over, which it does, it's going to cost extra for the carpenters. Carpenters? Yep, they're due next week. Now, if the foundation isn't ready so they can start the framing, you'll just be paying them for sitting around. And labor's mighty expensive. Oh, oh dear, it's costing so much already. All right. All right, I'll give in. I'm always the guy with the soft heart. Tell you what I'll do. We'll need an extra, but I'll split it with you. 
Why? We'll split the extra 50-50. You pay for the labor and I'll pay for the materials. For what? Well, as you can see, part of this job has to be done over. That'll take an extra. But I'm willing to split 50-50. You couldn't ask for anything more fair and square. But I look at it this way. I want to be fair and square with you. Now, wait a minute, will you? Wait a minute. L let me get this straight. Well, it does seem fair, dear. He's offering to pay half. I can't figure out why I have to pay anything. Well, but if the carpenters come next week and they can't start, do you realize how much it will cost us if they just sit around and do nothing? If the foundation isn't ready? She's right. I always say, leave it to the little woman. They got real insight into what's fair and square. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, well, that, that's all right. I... Now, listen. I'm losing money on this job already. Uh, and me, with a wife and six kids. My boy needing an operation. Oh, what's wrong with him? Well, doctors can't seem to find out exactly. They uh. keep saying we ought to take him to Johns Hopkins or the Mayo Clinic or something. Uh -huh. But it takes money to travel. And hospital bills, you know. Oh, it... yes, of course. Isn't that... Dear. No, 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 look here. I, I... Well, I mean, I'm sorry about your boy, Mr. Bowser. Mr. Bowser, but of course, but why, why should I be expected to pay for a mistake that I had nothing to do with? I mean, it seems to me, as I pointed out before... I'd say this wasn't anybody's mistake. It's just one of those things that happen that isn't anybody's fault. But I'm willing to split 50-50, even though I'm losing money. I'm willing to share the expense. Now, who can ask more than that? Well, I, I, I don't know. What do you think, Mr. Dibble? Well, all I know is we all better come to some agreement here that cement's already beginning to set. Darling, Mr. Rogers is here. Good evening. Oh, hello, Mr. Rogers. Thought I'd drop out and see you. Something I thought we ought to talk about. Now, look, if it's anything bad about the new house, I don't want to hear it, boy. You know, I, I don't know how you architects go through this all the time. I tell you, building one house is enough to last me for a lifetime. You hear what happened today? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I hear you agreed to the extra. Well, Mr. Bowser offered to split 50-50, so we but thought that was... But you didn't have to pay anything. No, indeed. I what? I told you. I didn't. I told no, you. But, I, but Mr. Bowser, I mean, he was losing money and his little I, boy is sick. Oh, dear. yes. Oh, yes. Well, as far as I know, Mr. Bowser's little boy is in perfect health. Perfect, perfect. health? Not if I... Look, you, you should have heard him. Oh, I, I have. I have. <laughs> he gets a tear in his eye. He's the guy with a great big heart. He's going to do something for you because he wants to be fair and square. <laughs> Oh, he puts on quite a performance. He's a crook. No, no. More of an actor, I'd say. No, no, not a crook. You can't blame him. Why should he pay for anything if he can get the money out of you? And he did. He did. And I hate to keep saying this, but I believe I did warn you not to agree to any extras until you'd talked it over with me. But the cement was getting hard, Mr. Rogers. We had to do something in a hurry. Look, Mr. Dibble was standing right there. Why did he let Bowser get away with this? He knew what Bowser was doing. Oh, yes, oh, yes. But he's more concerned with sticking to his schedule, and he doesn't care who pays for it as long as he doesn't. In other words, I'm the fall guy, as usual. <laughs> well, not really. In the long run, you'll probably save money. This way, the foundation will be ready when the carpenters come next week, so you won't lose money by paying them for just sitting around. But if the cement forms had been right to begin with... Darling, the... darling, 
There's no sense crying over spilt milk. Or spilt cement. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yes, well, actually, there is something that is more important. I happen to be in the bank today, and you remember when we last heard from them, there seemed to be a flaw in the title? Yes. Yes. Well, now, it's nothing to get alarmed about. What? But I'm sure it'll be straightened out satisfactorily. Uh, it seems that um, some years ago, during a transaction of that property, a mistake was made in measuring the exact boundary lines. And it appears now that the dividing line goes right through the middle of what you have understood to be the property you purchased. I don't understand. What? what? Are you... Are you trying to tell me that we're building our house on somebody else's property? Well, it, it could be. It, it could be. But as I said, let's not get excited until further investigation. Not get, ex not get excited. Not I will never build another house. We haven't even built one yet. Well, do go on, Mr. Rogers. Unfortunately, that's about all I know. Uh, but uh, let's not worry. <laughs> There's no telling what today's big news story will be. But no matter what happens or where it happens, you can count on Lowell Thomas and Edward R. Murrow to have the facts in hand when they join you on CBS Radio this evening. Extensive travel has taken them to corners of the world where history is most likely to be made. Night after night, as you hear Lowell Thomas and Edward R. Murrow report on current events, you realize that these are men who know what they're talking about. Here, Lowell Thomas and Edward R. Murrow with the news five nights a week on most of these same stations. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with John Shelley, John Gibson, and Frank Maxwell and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.